Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's Monday's edition of the Lori and Julia show here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We're also on the MyTalk 1071 app. We got new listener rewards on the MyTalk app. You can win gift cards to Best Buy, to Bachman's, to Lunds and Byerly's, and more. But you only can win listener rewards if you're registered. So go to the app or MyTalk1071.com and get yourself all priced up. Lori and Julia, throwing it to you. Thanks, Holly. Thank you, Holly. Oh, my gosh. What a horrible weekend. Yep. <laughs> no, not even. What's your week? I'm claiming to fame. No. I'm crying, crying, no. crying. A horrible weekend. Just in shock over Donnie Love. And, um, but again, I mean, he is not, he's fine. I don't, that's something I think people should know. He, <laughs> he's happy. Not happy. Happy is a strong word, but I mean, he he is fine. Well, as he said to me twice on Friday after we got the news that, uh, you know, all these cuts were happening. He said, I, kiddo, I've been at this for 40 years. I, I said, Donnie, we don't talk numbers. And he <laughs> said, but it's a long time. <laughs> and well, we are. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, he, he, you know, on on. I let him know, you know, that so much love was being expressed online, Um, you know, because I said, you're, you know, I know how stoic and calm and cool and collected. Are you really okay? And he said, you know, really, I'm fine. I slept like a rock last night talking about Friday night. And Alec, his son, his girlfriend came over for a social distancing barbecue, going to buy a bike tomorrow. Haven't had one in a long time. No need to worry. I've seen the online comments. So it's nice to know I made a difference. And then he sent me a note. What was the name of the cosmetics cop guy? Because he needed to get a hold of him for a skincare question. Oh, God, I love I it. I said, call Dr. Crutchfield. And then I told him, We're, I'm pretending that you're on vacation. And do you want to, you know, be on the air to say goodbye? Yeah. I don't know what you want to do. And he said, um, he said, had I retired, I would feel differently. But under the circumstances... Because he was laid yes, off. It yes, doesn't feel yes. comfortable. Hope you understand. And really, I am fine. Please don't worry about me. And then I said, uh, now, Donnie, go ride your bike. Yep. Ha-ha, Donnie, yeah, go to your go to room, your room, which is what <laughs> we would always tell him. <laughs> and so he sends me a, a, a thing of Homer Simpson, which you know oh, he's course. a huge Homer Simpson yeah. fan. He said, I'll be riding my bike today, and I got a cool helmet. I mean, of so course Donnie. you did. Yes. And? And he said to me um, that, you know, he bought the bike, like you said, and yeah. then he's going to learn how to play guitar. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I mean, it's, here's the thing. I mean, I guess I wish that Donnie could have retired on his own sure. thing. He This never would have happened if it wasn't for nope. this damn pandemic. Yep. And companies... That's what they do, and it, it, it. The one thing that did shock me this weekend is I did just look a little bit online at at some of the comments, and people are vicious, mm-hmm. but it's a smaller percent that's 
mean yes. and mean towards everybody. I mean, there's, you know, no one they was left Yeah, no one was left in the No one. People were many program <laughs> oh, managers yeah. and they were going to yeah. um, figure out everything. But I, I, I do wish that Donnie could have done that because he, it will be 18 years, June 10th. Yes. And it feels to me like he might have been thinking about it. Oh. That's just what I've picked up. Donnie, remember, this is a man that we worked with, and we didn't know he'd broken up with his wife for like two years. Afterwards, he doesn't share. He doesn't share much. He keeps things close to the vest, and, you know. That's his style. But we've gone through, I guess, you know, for us, is that we were like these little radio virgins, and he did know what he was doing, and he was the third perfect leg in our crazy three-legged stool of of a show and we went through a lot together i mean we went through i mean we went through perimenopause we went through deaths we went through suicide we went through um a lot of just deeply personal things so one of the things you know i told my mom don't go online and don't defend me don't say anything to people is that but you know he was our friend our co-worker we saw him every day yeah if you guys think you miss him on the radio, then think about how much we miss him and people that work with him miss miss him. You know, and there were other people, too, that were let go that we oh. couldn't even get upset about on Friday because we were so stunned about. I mean, I am appalled that I cried for like a half hour. I mean, on the she, air? Yes. Oh, Lori. And people I, thought he died. I was so sad. Oh, no. I, I guess... I mean, it really, I you know, like what you said, Lori, about he was our guy. It's really in painful. It's just really painful because it it I wasn't. It was a, like we would have liked Donnie to have been go out with a hurrah and go out with a thing. That doesn't mean that we're not going to come up with something. There's right. just nobody to do anything right There's now. No one here. But we've got ideas, mm-hmm. um, you know, for Rocco. But we know how important Donnie was. We he worked, worked with, with him every day. day. He was our guy. Yeah. And today, we already, Donnie, if you're listening, we oh. already had to find out where the toner, toner was is and what to do. <laughs> We're and, like panicking at the disco. Lori's like taking pictures of her videos of the monitor because she can't figure out how to cut and paste. And we're trying to get stuff. So, I mean, he he really was so much more to us every day. Yeah. And, it's, and I think it was just so sad this weekend because... It, it felt like the loss of this time of innocence for us. Right. It's like this this virus has hit everybody. And it's on top of like all the unsureness and being afraid and knowing so many of our friends and loved ones are losing because of they owned a restaurant or they did this or right. they, arts and entertainment, you know, what we cover and right. shops and everything. It it just felt it, like another big, huge blow. And I couldn't shake the funk. Yeah. And I'm just like this. We're gonna, we're rallying, we'll rally. I promise. <laughs> I promise we're gonna rally. And, and I want to thank everybody for their kind thoughts because we are a family here and we lost a couple key people, three key people in our family Paul Brock, Black, mm-hmm. Brian Purpich, and Donnie. And, and Donnie uh, has been here since day one with us, with us when we went the switch with the country station and over. He, and he was working at the New Richmond at the country station. <laughs> And I just think, 
I was trying to think back. I was looking through old pictures and we posted them on Twitter and Instagram of the three of us. And one of those is like from the very beginning. When we have the little glasses yeah, on. The little which sunglasses. we refuse to wear ever yeah. again. And, and Donnie and had a shirt extender. He When oh. his sister-in-law he, used to extend all of his shirts. shirts because oh. it was so tall and he'd put in like a Charlie Brown zigzag. <laughs> Donnie's come so far. Yeah. Truly. His fashion. Truly. And his fashion says Donnie's come so far. And, and people think that's his real name and that was the name that you you gave him. I did. On the first day we met him because he had his floor shine kind of vanilla covered colored tie, tie shoes that really a man in his 80s would have worn. Totally. Not a guy that was like, because Donnie. I don't even know how old he is. No, but Donnie <laughs> looks younger. We, way. He, way younger than uh, whatever his actual years are, which we know, but we don't. We can't share. We discuss, but. Anyway, he's he's, more than four older than me. Yeah. (laughs) And the floor shine shoes. And you're like, Donnie, aren't you a love? And he's like, and then it was just like, oh, you can be Donnie love because Donnie's so old school. He comes from the time of radio when you didn't use your real name. Right. On the air. And we didn't even know that. Remember when we found out his name when we were in Vegas? Vegas, yeah. And we were at the one on the very end with the wave pool. And all of a sudden... Someone's, it was a room, like we were checking in and his room came up and we're like, who, who's that? Who is that? I mean, and this is a good six, five, six years into it. And we're like, who is is that? that? He goes, oh yeah, that's my real name. And we're like, holy Holy hell, we're just now finding out. Because it's so completely different. Because I thought it was Don Michael. Same, same, but it's so completely different. But anyway. Anyway. Oh, and, and Holly, I heard your sweet words about him talking about, you know, the podcast to listen to and his musical knowledge, which is genius. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how she on this tribute kind of there's even sizzle tapes of Donnie like back in the late. What is it? 60s? In the late 60s in his bedroom in the Bronx. So I mean, I want to hear those. <laughs> so go. Well, well, here's how you can do that before we go to break. Go, I'll retweet it out. So if you go, Donnie and I did a podcast, Stories from Top 40, a couple years ago, where we could share all of these musical stories. Well, I wanted to do a tribute episode at the time to Donnie. It includes actual audio basement tapes of him and his friend in the Bronx that they sent off to a big time radio DJ in New York City. And for try and get to get a yeah. job, you got to have a sizzle Yeah, reel. and just be like, hey, I, I really admire you. Take a listen. And the guy wrote back to him. So go and listen to those. So fun. Yeah, we will. Thank you, Holly. That's, so Okay, well, this next story that we're going to get to, oh, all gosh. I can say about it is Donnie would say, oh, no, here we go again. Oh, here we go. Yeah, here that's we it go. exactly. That's exactly what uh-huh. he would say about this next story. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, Natalie Wood. We must discuss <laughs> Natalie Wood. I just, I just, help. <laughs> Help me! Oh, my doctor! <laughs> Only Donnie and longtime listeners will know no. that my obsession Session. with Natalie Wood because her husband, her, Robert Wagner, Robert Wagner, RJ, whom she married twice, yes. two different times, 10 years apart, he was involved with her death and her death was covered up. It is true. It is true. It is true. It's, is there new evidence, Julia? All right, I'm gonna let okay. I'm gonna let you take the lead. I'm not gonna like well, interrupt. Here, let's have the little begin. All let's right. have a little intro because I was all excited because HBO is running a Natalie Wood 
story tomorrow night, a documentary. Okay. But it's in conjunction with her daughter. Yes, and her new book. And her new book. Yes. So it is going to More come. More than love. It's going to come down on the side because, of course, what 11-year-old daughter is going to believe that her dad had anything to do with the mom? I mean, it would just be too much to deal with. It's like something out of a book. You would, of course. He was not her biological dad. I, I know that. Right. But but he w- raised her. He raised yeah. her. So, um Anyway, yeah, let's play this from, uh, I think this is from GMA. They were promoting Okay. The a screen goddess from a golden age, an actress who could enchant moviegoers. Natalie Wood received three Oscar nominations before she was 25, just part of a career and a life that ended far too soon. Now this new documentary and her daughter, Natasha Gregson-Wagner, sharing with viewers for the first time the Natalie Wood that only her loved ones knew. No. Maria as Maria in West Side Story, and as the passionate Deanie in Splendor in the Grass. Don't you dare! Don't you dare, Mom! Don't you dare! Don't you dare! Natalie Wood, the former child star from the original Miracle on 34th Street, who blossomed into an actress of glamour and compelling emotion, a screen icon, until her tragic death in 1981 at the age of 43. Okay, so of course Natasha... She's doing a like she got they she found a huge box of old eight Photos. eight millimeter oh, films, oh. you know family movies, mm-hmm. and she wanted to you know remember her mother in another way. And I totally get this love song to her mom, and yep. we're seeing a lot of it's just going to be her reminiscing. But That's she's true, eleven. Kinda, yep, when, when her, her mom, mom dies. dies, and um, it's unseen. Uh, footage that will be seen in this documentary, you can bet I have it on the DVR. Oh, really? And it's on HBO, uh-huh. but I've watched the one that was on Reels Channel. They got in, they get into more things. But Suzanne Finstead, who um, did the um, the uh, biography called Natalie Wood um, biography, she did that book twenty years after uh, Natalie Wood died. Okay. Now, she has put out, like a month ago, another book, because what she did is she was able, and she didn't have this for the first book, she was able to, every time there's somebody who dies by suspicious circumstances, whether it's drowning, whatever, a murder book is put together. And if you watch any... I've never heard of this. Oh, yeah. If you watch any... crime, you would know it. Yeah, or any TV shows, they always have a murder book. And... So she's got details about what happened. and All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasts podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The, the, biggest, the biggest thing 
in her autopsy, first of all, Natalie Wood was found six hours after they waited two hours. Robert Wagner did not want to call the Coast Guard for two hours after they discovered she was missing. Because they were so messed up. Didn't want to turn on the lights. Other boats heard them fighting. That's public testimony. But the the big thing, they wait two hours. Then when they go to do the autopsy, and this was in the murder book, guess what they find out? I'm, I'm, Lori, don't tell me there were bruises. All over Uh. her legs and arms. Like, and the way it was an intern who was working in, and it was in the autopsy room. So he wasn't part of the official police request because her police report and he he um what year did she even 1981 oh my gosh all right 1981 and what he observed and found suspicion suspicious were all these bruises on her thighs and shins things like he said i described it as like a friction burn and he took it up with dr noguchi okay who was the la county coroner i said I'm having trouble understanding these abrasions. They seem to be in the opposite direction. If you're saying she just fell off, it looks like there was pushing and pulling. Okay, a struggle. A struggle. Okay. And and then he said, who are you? And he said, this guy said, well, I'm an intern here mm-hmm. this summer right. you know, from medical school. And he stopped what he was doing and he didn't look, he looked at me, nodded his head and he went back to what he was doing. And he said, some things are left best unsaid. And mm. however it's written in the autopsy report is all you need to know. He said, so I just thought, okay, this is my cue to step back. I'm just an intern. So I played with that for the rest of my life. And he said it wasn't an accident. He's come forward with this to this biography. Okay. She was pushed. And all I knew was that it wasn't a drowning where she t- she had too many bruises. And okay. then... then she shows up to the funeral home and they say, we want her buried in a full mink coat. Why? Because they couldn't have covered up all the marks that were on her. Julia. Okay, so she was, all right, so they didn't just have her in a black dress. They wanted, they put a mink coat over the dress? They, she was in a mink coat. Weird. There's, Julia, Weird. there's right. so much more. <laughs> I might have to take this up with you tomorrow. I hope not. <laughs> and where's Christopher Walken in all of this? Well, he, he knows the truth. I think you. they were all so wasted. And That's I think Robert I think. Wagner has lied to himself for 40 years. And he believes it. He can't remember that he pushed and tugged and yelled, get off my bleeping boat. Oh, people know, people know. Okay, oh. Holly. Hi, it's time. People know. You know what you know. Mm-hmm. Well, let's uh, know, get to know a little bit of my time. Talk traffic right now. Uh, we're going to be starting in Minneapolis, 35W northbound, where there's a stalled vehicle blocking a lane right around Portland Avenue to Highway 55. And uh, debris on the roadway right around Gem Lake, 35U southbound. Watch out by County Road E to County Road 96. And in Osseo, 169 northbound, a crash from 77th Avenue to County Road 81. And in Fridley, 694 westbound, watch out for a stalled vehicle blocking a lane that's happening right around University Avenue to Central Avenue. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast, partly cloudy the rest of the day with a high of 60, cloudy 46 tonight, cloudy 58 tomorrow. Right now, partly cloudy and 58 at the MyTalk Studios. 
everybody. Um, Lori and Julia here. We have Paul Folger from Channel 5 Eyewitness News giving us the latest updates on the um, coronavirus. Hi, Paul. Lori, Julia, hello. Happy Monday to you guys. Um, you know, we've got a lot going on with all of this. In fact, Governor Walls, he is letting thousands of people go back to work. You know, we're starting to ease some of those restrictions on the stay at home. But over at the Capitol, some Republicans and business owners, they say this just doesn't go far enough to help get our economy started. In fact, Senate Majority Leader Paul Gazelka says three of the governor's benchmarks, that's stocking the PPEs, those personal protective equipments, having enough intensive care beds and ramping up testing. So he says it's time to get back to business. So that's something that lawmakers and the governor are going to be working on. But, you know, it's very complex when you hear them talk about how they are going to lift this stay-at-home order. Uh, We were listening to the news conference today at 2 o'clock, and Commissioner Gross says they have talked to over 8,000 different organizations and businesses just trying to figure out how they're going to get things back open. You know, it's there's a lot there when you're thinking about it. Uh, Some of the things that he talked about today, he said, well, you know, if you have a church that's going to open... That's one thing. If you have a recreational field, that's another. If you have a bar, that's another. I don't know if you guys were out this weekend, you know, beautiful weather, and there were so many people out and about. Did you see social distancing? Did you see those things? Well, I I see it where it feels like it should be. There you go. I I agree with you. I kind of feel like people are, you know, I was on a tennis court. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're on the opposite side. So... Mm -hmm. We were both at Lemley's Greenhouse yeah. at different times, and everybody had a mask Everyone did, and they only let eight people in at a time. And, I mean, everyone... Going one way, way. flow of traffic. It feels like right. everybody is doing their part. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're seeing more and more of that, and that I think that's probably a, a good thing that's going to help make some difference in all of this and maybe help us get back on the road to getting everything fully opened. Yes. I was downtown today, Minneapolis downtown, at 8.15, and there was no traffic right? Wow. and no cars, mm-hmm. just no people anywhere. So you think, well, we're opening back up, but boy, there, there just were not many people out downtown at all. So, you, you know, we want to see things open back up, but we've got to do it in the right kind of speed, and we've got to do it in the right kind of time. I and mean, when you listen, when I was listening to Commissioner Steve Grove today talk about how you're trying how they're trying very methodically to sort through all the different types of businesses if you talk about just a doctor's office visit how many kinds of doctor's office visits are there you know mm-hmm. there's your dentist there's your chiropractor there's you know a surgeon all of these different things and everybody requires something different right, right. Yeah. that's what makes it really challenging some businesses that are you know making some of the changes uber when was the last time you were in an Uber? Oh, who can even think? Lori it's, hasn't even been I, in her car. Yeah, I refuse to Uber. <laughs> yeah. Lyft. I'm a Lyft yeah. girl or a taxi. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, but yeah, they're yeah. going to make them wear masks. That's a good idea. Yeah, got to wear masks. So they're not the only ones. Costco. Masks. That started today. Yeah, yeah, started today. So everybody that goes in's got to have a mask. So and Costco always has tons and tons of people in there. And the airlines are now requiring masks. Not all of them, uh, but the, the more and more are coming on board mm-hmm. with doing all of that. So I think mask is our new thing. Yeah. Yep. It, well, it's the two-way protection. Yep. It is. It mm-hmm. gives you some protection. And I think, you know, 
it's just a great thing to do when you're talking about anytime you have that opportunity to protect someone else and then protect yourself and it's easy to do you know i i've had people say are you doing that yeah why not mm-hmm. if it's you know if it's if it's something that you can do why not do it if it helps out? Even right. the vice president said he should have worn yes. a mask at Mayo. <laughs> I give him credit I for like him saying Same. that. He, he said I should have done that because he wore it in a factory. Yeah, the GM factory. Like yeah. the next day. I, I give him big, big Cred- props yeah. for that one. I was, yes, mm-hmm. I was, Lori, I was just waiting on you to bring that <laughs> well, up. Well, I was thinking you were going to bring it up, Paul, but we just didn't know. You know. No, yeah, no, he did He did say that, and it, and it does make sense. And uh, so, and then, and, you know, and the next appearance he made, he had a mask on indeed so you know it's just i think masks are we're gonna see more and more of those so those are some of the things that are going on right now and today and i'll have more for you tonight at 5 30 okay wonderful thanks okay. paul see you ladies we'll talk to you at 5 30 mm-hmm. i have a question for you guys we're going back to natalie Wood, are we? yes we are oh, julia are we? Are we? <laughs> she like are you related to her what Julia. is this drive? Did she have like a special, do you have the same sign? What no, is it about I don't you like two? it when people get away with murder, Julia. That's a TV show. That drowning was not, and you know, the thing that we learned from Suzanne Finstead's autobiography when it came out in 2001. Yes. Was that um, her, Natalie Wood's greatest fear was Which was a prophecy told to her superstitious Russian mother by a quote-unquote gypsy was that she would die in dark water. So she never really, that splendor, that the, the, the boat, that was Rob, RJ's, that was his thing. He was, he was right. the boating guy, but I guess for her... If because I did read that book when we and I, I believe know. we had Suzanne on our show. If Johnny were here, he would tell us. But she had family violence. She had an alcoholic father. She was very attached to Natalie her, Wood. Natalie Wood, her Svengali-like stage mother. She had psychological abuse because she was a child star in the Hollywood system. Yes, she had paranoias and phobias, and she had a. A bedroom of storybook dolls that she believed were alive and spoke to her. She was pimped out at 15 to Frank Sinatra. She was forced to end an engagement to her high school sweetheart, who then tried to take his life. And she was exploited into a sexual relationship as a teenager with the 42-year-old director, Nicholas Ray to prove that she could play a bad girl and rebel without a cause. Okay, I didn't know that she was pimped out to Frank by her mom. Ugh. Yeah, that's so yes, Julia. And also, why did Natalie Wood suddenly break up with RJ when they because they were kind of like they were young when they got married the first right. time? Holly could maybe tell us what their ages were. But to protect because he was the bigger, he kept trying to be a movie star. Mm-hmm. RJ, that's what his friends call him. But Barbara wasn't Ragnar. he originally in the movies? He he was, but right. he was like a pretty boy, Beautiful. the himbo kind yep. of the sidekick. He wasn't the star. Yeah, like he was the himbo in the Pink Panther, the original one. He was very beautiful, nice to look at. Very nice to look at. And the story is is that Natalie Wood took the fall for their divorce the first time in okay. 1961. And the gossip that they let be created 
was that she had an affair with Warren Beatty on Splendor in the Grass. Now, none of that is true. It's been accepted as fact. What was true was that Robert Wagner was insanely jealous of their on-screen, on-screen of course, chemistry. as anyone would And be. she caught him... RJ is bis is a probably a, he's a bisexual man. She caught him in flagrante delicto with a man in their Beverly Hills mansion, and she was so upset. She was in hysterics. She went right to her mom's house. Her hand was she she tried to take her life that night. We're talking about Natalie. Natalie Wood, if you're Wood. just joining us. And so because she was told no, 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 you know, and maybe he explained, you know, whatever, and. And we know this from Scotty Bauer's uh, yeah, book, we do. Gas Station Attendant. He said RJ was a bisexual yes. man. Well, we thought maybe that was what was going on with that Christopher Walken the on the thing. boat the night that Natalie disappeared and that maybe they were engaging in, in a lover's toss. And the other thing has been uh-huh. that, you know, RJ was jealous of her because she was filming the movie Coma. With so how old were uh, with Christopher Walken? How old was uh, Robert Wagner and Natalie Wood the first time they got married? Well, the first time Natalie wasn't even twenty years old. Yeah, so she was like nineteen, and Robert Wagner would have been uh, twenty five. Okay, yeah. and so she went along with that story. Her mom convinced her. You, we can't let people know that you tried to take your sure, life and all not, this right. kind of stuff. You, no one will hire you again. So she went along with that and then they get then she they go go off and be with different people. She's married to whatever his name, Gregson, who's the father of her baby. And she and RJ get back together 10 years later. And um, so there are there's going to be so much more. What he he refused to search for her for two and a half hours and and didn't call the Coast Guard and wouldn't turn on the lights. And their fight was so loud. Other boats. That's really And her body was bruised and battered in a way that wasn't explained, but it was just covered up. And Robert Wagner had a very powerful agent and I mean, he was Holly, hard we've seen, at the time, but we've yeah. seen this happen before. There have been cover ups, and that's what Ray but, Donovan did in, in uh, Ray Donovan. I, he right. fixed things. Oh, fixing has been happening fix. since the silent movies. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let me just ask you this, Larry, yes. because. And Christopher Walken has supposedly told one friend that he knew that that Robert Wagner pushed her. He has just a friend. a friend. Are you sure? Because yeah. I always thought he was silent, silent. So, what do you think you're going to learn from this documentary? Nothing. Night? This that what we're going to learn is we're going to see home movies. We can remember okay. the happy Natalie. We can remember the Natalie Wood of Natasha's childhood. We don't. We can remember her in another way, but she's still an her, unsolved mystery. That's right. The guy that did it literally got away from with murder. And now he's this handsome 90-year-old grandfather. And who didn't love heart-to-heart if you're of a certain age? Uh, uh, but uh, I'm interested now to read Suzanne Finstead's updated, updated book. Okay. And, um, and now here's where you say, Donnie, can you get me a copy of that? <laughs> Holly, can you get her a copy we, of we that? Will, we will try to dig it up as much as we can. And will Christopher you? Walken said, you I, you can't quite, I mean, he did not want to be involved because he didn't actually see it. But right. they got in such a huge fight in Catalina at a restaurant and they were all so wasted. Yeah. 
uh, that they were asked to leave. And Natasha Gregson, you know, she she says, you know, I wish I wish there hadn't been all that alcohol involved because that's what, you know. Her, well, then there probably wouldn't have been. Her stepfather yes. said to her, you know, oh, things, you know, it was just I don't really. And, he, you know, he's lied so long. He believes the lie. All right. There we go. People do this all the time. They lie. And then they believe the lie. I thought I was and you five, lied? two and a half forever. Yes. And I'm not. And you're oh, not, not even close. Oh, You've lied. Not even you close. lied to yourself about close. your height. And Last now you believe it. Last time I even it. was measured, I'm like, no. No. How? No. So. Yeah, but this is. Her drowning right. was not an accident. Okay. RJ's. Do you want him she, to go to jail? Well, I mean, I what just... What do you want to happen? I want him to admit the truth. But what if he can't remember because he was wasted, Lori? He knows. He could be... Yes, he well, knows. He should he say, can't admit I it. don't know why I wouldn't call someone for two hours. That's to me, is... He, many red flags. There are many <laughs> red flags, and all of them no justice for Natalie. That's all I got to say. That's right. All right, listen. We'll be. Oh, my gosh. Keep I don't want the, you to watch it tomorrow night. I hope it doesn't work. It's, well, I mean, it's just going to be oh, Natasha's lovely movies, and right. it's just going to be yeah. a very. You've got to get the book, Lori. Uh, yeah, I'll get it, but I'm, 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 I'm telling you. That uh, is suspicious. Yeah, it it really yeah. is. I've I been feel like your facts are a little bit better than the last time you presented this case to us. Well, Julia, I get all worked up about it. You I know, know you do. I get this all is worked the one. up about it. This is just the one. It just makes me laugh. I know. Oh, I for that, I mean, Donnie could testify to this. This is her. This he was her right, hot button. Look. He would right now have his hand in his head, just yes. going, "Oh my oh, God!" Here's because, the thing. Some things change and some things don't. They right. Really don't. Always, we always champion Natalie Wood. It's it's beyond. Yes. It's, this is Lori's girl. She has been robbed <laughs> of justice. Since 1981. And she, she got told she was going to drown in dark water and she hated boats. Oh, my. There's oh. no way she would have taken off in a dinghy to get away from him. Oh, no we, way at midnight. Someone go. who is afraid of dark water and can't swim doesn't say no. at midnight, I'm getting in this rubber plastic boat. Not without a life jacket, honey. No. All right. And <laughs> what about all the bruises and the striations and the friction burn? I'm very, I'm very upset that this intern could not be part of the public record. No kidding. That was convenient. You well, there's intern. a lot of those con- convenient things. Yeah, that are we got to go. We're running yeah. late. We'll all be right, right back. Thanks for hanging out, Julia. I just got a text from Donnie. What you'll, you you'll figure out where the toner is now to change the cartridge. <laughs> no, someone overheard us today because no one is around here. Leslie overheard us and she's just in for a couple hours doing work. She went and specifically got us the cartridge. Yeah. And we're both staring at each other. How do we do this? No, he was our man Friday. Yes, he was. He was Every our day. man Friday. Every mm-hmm. day. Yeah. He was. Okay, so... um. Did you watch anything this weekend? I did. I did. I, too. Did. I watched um, Hollywood. No, on Netflix. No, did you like? No, it got such bad reviews. Don't listen really? to it. Okay. My mom loved it. Oh, My really? brother loved it. Did you watch it? No, sell it because I did was you Julia. Love it? Where I was, I didn't watch it. Yeah, I, I didn't either. My mom said the nudity is incredible. <laughs> okay. Well, I love the Mooties review. <laughs> yeah. Show us something well, she, good. She loved she, Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She saw that movie up. three times to see Brad Pitt right. take off his shirt. But 
Um, no, apparently uh, the it's 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 hot. It's revisionist Hollywood history. Some of it is taken from the Scotty Bowers, the gas sure, station yeah. guy, whose book we read about how he put up a lot of people, but. Paired up a lot of people. Paired up a lot of people, hooked them up, um, had parties. There's just always... Uh, it's good trashy dirt? It's good, yeah. All right, then that's good. all. That That is plenty. And I think like where some of the critics, and I know we talked to Neil Justin, sometimes the expectations always for a Ryan Murphy thing are like always really high. Yeah. Remember, this is the guy who gave us Nip Tuck, but then that went off the rails. He's done so many great shows, Glee and Feud and American Horror Story. And and he doesn't always hit, but if you kind of like my mom just said, it's incredible. Jaw dropping. Okay, did she watch it all? Like how many many episodes? I think there's seven or eight. Okay, did you even watch one? Uh, Julia? Here's my deal. You with, didn't even watch my, I, And you want to know why? This is all based on the Mooty and Larry's. Yeah, you want to know why I couldn't watch it? Because Casey won't watch it. He does want to watch it. Oh, he does? But Casey has become a rigid old man in his Netflix viewing. And oh. we can't hop, show hop. Oh, he oh, has you to have watch. to finish it through. Oh, come, oh, come on. on, Casey! I he went would to never bed. do well at our job. I went bed. Oh. I went to bed last night with axe and swords, and I'm watching this show with him called okay. The Last Kingdom. I saw that trending on Netflix. On Netflix. Okay, what is it? Well, this is for if you like Game of Thrones, yes. if you like The Witcher, if you like things going back. It's based on these books that the Saxon stories, which was a series of novels. I know Donnie probably watched this thing. It was on BBC America is premiered in 2015, but it's on Netflix. So it's an old series. It, well, it's 2015 to current. This last season just was oh, released. Oh, so there are, there's been all these four okay, episodes of ten each. Four seasons. Yeah, four seasons. Uh, this the guy, my new TV boyfriend, so Alexander you have to Draymond. Watch all this all the way through. Well, we watched we watched it two years ago and forgot about it. Okay. Okay. And so I just pick right up. They had a little recap, and I thought, oh, I vaguely remember this, but this. No, so we just have like a couple left. So I'll watch Hollywood this okay. week. But I am very enchanted with. Um, What's our new boyfriend's name? His name is Utrid of Bebenberg, and oh, uh, he is fluent in English, German, and French. He's absolutely beautiful. He grew up in the United States. France and Switzerland. He always wanted to be an actor. This is from his Wikipedia. He's a background in martial arts and also learned how to ride horses while living in South Dakota. Oh. He studied in Paris, then trained for three years at the Drama Center in London. And I don't know how old he is. He was born in 83. 40, like he's uh, 38, 37. Yeah. But he gives me Charlie Hunnam vibes. Oh, spell his name, Utrid. Oh. Uch, that's the, his name on the character. Oh, what, okay, what the hell is it? Because you're like, you learn how to ride horses in South Dakota, and what's an Utrid of Burntrud in South Dakota? <laughs> Utrid of Bebenburg okay. in the television series The Last Kingdom. But what's his real name? Alexander Draymond. He's not ugly. Oh, he's not ugly. <laughs> he's beautiful. No. He's really beautiful. People might have known him from, um, if you watch this World War II movie, Resistance. He was in American Horror Story Coven. He played a character 
I did watch that one, but I don't remember him. I, and uh, and oh. but he this is his kind of his breakout mm-hmm. uh, thing. But he's quite beautiful. And the Last Kingdom. It's a British historical fiction. Oh, I love it. Television series, mm-hmm. and it's it's very violent. There is some nudity in it, and I made a discovery about my grandmother's name, her first name. She's a Norwegian. Okay, what's her name? Her name is Elfild, A-L-P-H-I-L-D. I always just thought that is the goofiest name. In this miniseries, all these people, Effenflaten, it's a very Nordic name, mm-hmm. Elfild. And there's all these names that go A-L-P or A-L-F, Effenwold. Because it's sure. taking sure, place sure, sure. in whatever. And they talk with the Rinda Rina. Yeah, they, especially Utrecht, Babenberg, Taxa, with the Luli, Luli, Luli. Anyway, there is going to be a fifth season. Okay. Uh, Casey's obsessed with it. He loved Vikings. I know Donnie used to watch the Vikings show, kind of that British wow. historical, but. Anyway, that's why I didn't get to Hollywood. I, well, that's all right. You were with Alexander. You were with Utrecht and Vandenberg. The nudity will come this weekend. Yeah, oh. there's, there's, yeah, that's what I heard. There's just a lot of in that. Hollywood or in this one. Well, there's, there's nudity, but there's far more in Hollywood. There's far, there's a lot of nudity in Hollywood. Yeah, a lot of sex, Julia. A lot of sex happens in I Hollywood, as we know. <laughs> Not anymore. Right. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or mac and cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes. I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you, or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in.